episode 18. Hi, I'm Stephanie Cicerelli, and you're listening to Vox Talk, your breakaway from the everyday. We're in the final weeks before the voice conference and are ecstatic to bring this 18th episode of Vox Talk to you. From Kurt Schilling of the Boston Red Sox to Grace Note Software Mozart would have loved, this show is a mixed bag. Ready to fly? The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events. Just when you thought that celebrity voiceovers were only performed by voice matchers or celebrity voice impressionists, TomTom, a company that supplies voiceovers for GPS systems, announced that they've added authentic celebrity voice talents of Boston Red Sox pitcher Kurt Schilling to their roster of voice talent. For about $13, you can replace a voiceover like, you are approaching your destination, with, you're almost home, slide, slide! Sorry for the bad Kurt Schilling impression. To learn more about this story, visit mobilemeg.com. In the world of technology, classical music downloaded to iPods will have its own digital fingerprint thanks to Emeryville, California-based company Gracenote. Gracenote is owner of the largest database of music information in the world. The company recently unveiled the first standard for the display of classical music on digital devices, which will greatly affect the downloading, cataloging, and playlisting of classical music, able to identify true artist recordings from fraudulent recordings. To learn more about the Gracenote Classical Music Initiative software and the music and artists it has unmasked, visit popmatters.com. To wrap up, you may have heard that AFTRA, one of the unions in the U.S., has just jumped on board as sponsors of the Voice Conference to take place in three weeks' time in Las Vegas. AFTRA members only heard recently about the conference, so the team at Voice has decided to extend their early bird pricing until March 10th. If you've been waiting and this extended incentive has given you the inspiration you needed to make a decision now, don't hesitate. We want to see you at the Palace Station. Visit voice-international.com to check out the stellar lineup of lecturers, sessions, and events. Something I'm really looking forward to is seeing Bob Bergen's one-act play. The Voice Conference promises to present very special moments for those who attend, so get your tickets and book that flight. The Biz, helping you grow your voiceover business. Today in The Biz, we'll discover one of the hottest untapped resources for searching on the web, local search. Local search is becoming a very popular tool for people who want to get things done locally and support local businesses. Google lets you search for local businesses by name, keyword, or location with satellite maps. A good example of local searchers include people who only purchase local produce within a certain radius of their homes. For consumers concerned about helping local farmers and contributing to the prosperity and economy of their city or region, local search has become a blessing in many ways for both buyers and sellers. So now we know what local search is, but how can you benefit from it? Here are five quick tips for increasing your local search results. Number one. Add your address to your Voices.com profile. Check the box that says, Show my contact information on my Voices.com website, and then click Save to ensure that your contact information is displayed on Voices.com. Number two, submit your Voices.com website to the local search engines. Remember that just because you're in their main web results doesn't mean that you'll be in the local search too. Add your name to the local search results to ensure that you'll be listed. There are several links on the Vox Daily blog post where you can do this. 
Number three, trade links with other local businesses. Comment on blogs that cover local news and link back to your Voices.com website, which states your address. This will give Google, Yahoo, and MSN the necessary information for creating a clear picture of your physical location. Idea number four. Write an article about how you serve your local community. Two websites where you can submit for fast inclusion are ezinearticles.com and goarticles.com. Lastly, number five, join local organizations such as the Chamber of Commerce or the Better Business Bureau. These organizations validate your mailing address and link to your website. So there you go. On another note, we're accepting new segments for the biz. If you have a story or some tips to share, I'm personally inviting you now to send in your audio commentaries to be aired in the biz segment. If you're a voice instructor, an agent, or a union rep, this segment was made for you. The ideal length of this segment is between one to two and a half minutes. You can send in your audio commentary or clip to me electronically by emailing media at voices.com. Listen to past episodes to get an idea of what others have recorded. Tech Talk, walking you through the technological landscape. Hi, everybody. Colin Campbell again from AffordableAnnouncer.com. I wanted to uh, share my experiences recently with my delve into this craze of tube microphone preamps. They're all the rage. Everybody has a nostalgia for the sound of tube guitar amps from the 60s and tube radios from the 40s and 50s and think that there's a warmth there, a quality there not available in solid-state electronics, no matter how advanced or modern they might be. So I bit. I thought, gee, I'd really like to try that Avalon M5, but at $1,600, I don't think that's possible right now. So I found this product called the PreSonus Tube Pre at $100. I thought, hey, it's $100, I've got a little extra money, let me try it out. So I bought one at my local music store, brought it home. Very well-made device, heavy, made of steel, looks impressive. Plugged it in, turned it on, and uh, basically went from my microphone to it the uh, PreSonus Tube Pre, and then into the line input of my voice processor to replace its internal mic preamp with this tube preamplifier. Well, I was underwhelmed. I thought it distorted. Now, there's two controls on a tube microphone preamp generally. There's drive and gain. Hard to understand the difference. They sound similar. Well, I've learned through owner's manuals and research on Google that gain is just the overall amplification of the device. Drive is how much tube... There is inserted, injected into the signal, how much drive the tube is receiving, how much of the tube effect you're getting through the preamp. What is the tube effect? Well, it's supposedly a warmth, kind of similar to a voice processor's compression in a way because it rounds off the top of your waveforms, which supposedly gives you a warmer, fatter sound. Well, in the case of the tube pre with the stock tube that was installed in it upon installation, It gave it a distorted sound, in my opinion, and it was not improving upon my uh, usual solid-state interface that was built into my voice processor. So I did a little more research. All of these tube microphone preamps use a 12AX7 tube, which I found amusing because back in the day, in the 70s, I used to repair televisions, and many of them still had tubes in them, and often in the audio sections of these television sets, they had 12AX7s. It's a common audio tube. You find them in guitar amps. Uh, of the of ancient uh, uh, vintage, and you find them in old televisions that still have tubes and radios and such. So 
Upon searching on Google about a 12AX7, I found that you're supposed to go ahead and take your $100 PreSonus tube pre and replace the stock tube, which is a cheap, uh, a cheap tube from China, with something better. Either a new old stock or NOS tube that you buy on eBay for, oh, I don't know, tens of dollars. A tube that was never sold back in the 60s that's still available in the box. Or you can actually buy a new production tube. Most of the reviews I read said you should buy something called a Tung Soul, T-U-N-G-S-O-L, 12AX7, and put that in your PreSonus tube pre to improve its sound. So I bet it's only $15 for the tube, so now I'm at 115 What the heck, it's worth a try. I ordered the tube, and I got it in, put it inside the, uh, the PreSonus tube pre, and yes, it did improve the sound. But the question is how much. I think it took the distortion away that I was getting from the cheap Chinese tube. However, I still felt listening to old recordings from my standard solid-state microphone preamp built into my voice processor that it sounded better, uh, the solid-state did, than the tube pre. Did some A-B comparisons. Well, the tube pre didn't sound bad, but it was not an improvement. So i got to tell you, my final assessment on tube microphone preamps is that the, they're a bit of a fad, a bit of a craze, a phase. Now, I don't know, if you spend $1,600 on an Avalon tube preamp, maybe you'll have better luck. But the uh, microphone preamp built into my voice processor, total cost of $500, that includes a compressor, a de-esser, a noise gate downward expander, and an EQ, uh, it sounds better overall than uh, using a tube microphone preamp. So that's my take on that. And thanks. Next time, we'll try to cover balanced versus unbalanced audio and people trying to feed quality professional sound into an eighth-inch jack on a sound blaster. Thanks for listening. Colin Campbell from Affordable Announcer. See you next time. Vox Box, answering your voiceover questions. We've had a rather interesting week on the blog with several unique stories, polls, and articles. This comment comes from Rick Sparks, addressed to Don LaFontaine regarding his Oscars story. Great article. Thanks for taking the time, Mr. LaFontaine. I'm just starting to get my feet wet in the business, and you're an inspiration. And aside, it's funny to read that at your level of experience and celebrity, your table ends up with the same kind of collection of performers and purses that I encounter at some of my gigs. Continued success to you. Thanks for sharing your thoughts and appreciation, Rick. Kudos to you, too. That's our show for today. You may have noticed that I was flying solo in the biz. Usually, Julie Williams records one episode a week, and generally we have another piece to air sent in by someone else who would like to participate. In the past, you've heard amazing segments from Christy Stewart, Bob Sauer, David Boyle, Bob Green, and most recently, Johnny George. Hey, even Pat Fraley's technically been in the biz once. Well, suffice to say, this episode spot could have featured you. That being said, if you have something you'd like to share, send in your MP3 commentary to media at voices.com. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. See you on Thursday. Thursday.